0: Hello and welcome to episode zero of the Rethink Hospitality podcast. My name is Oliver Skipper and I will be working behind the scenes in bringing this exciting new podcast series to life. So, what is Rethink Hospitality? Well, it's a collaboration of two hospitality professionals, Ivan Brewer and Michael Tingsager, who have joined forces from opposite sides of the world to discuss the most relevant and trending topics in hospitality. Our first co-host Ivan Brewer, Managing Director of Restaurantology, is a true restaurant profitability expert with over 25 years experience working in and advising restaurants, cafes, pubs, bars, catering companies and hotels. Ivan is a true hospitality veteran who has dedicated a lifetime to understanding how to make money in this industry. Our second co-host Michael Tingseger, is a people and operations specialist who like Ivan has spent a lifetime working in this beloved industry of ours. Michael is all about putting people at the center of hospitality businesses creating strong employee and customer experiences and ultimately profit. But that's enough from me. Tune in to hear more about Ivan, Michael and what to expect from the Rethink Hospitality podcast.
1: Welcome to a Reading Hospitality Podcast with uh, me, Michael Tingser, and Ivan Brewer from Australia. Welcome, Ivan. Michael,
2: it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you, as
1: always. We've been communicating for over a year on LinkedIn, and we did a, a podcast interview on our podcast, The Hospitality Mavericks, about a year ago, and uh, and then we just kept on talking and, and engaging on LinkedIn. We never met in, in real life, but we met on LinkedIn and uh, Skype and uh, and Zoom. And uh, those was, was definitely shared values from from day day one. I can say for myself. Oh man, and I agree. It's such
2: an exciting period of time that we live in. And as you mentioned, there's so many platforms and so much technology to help connect people across the world. But uh, to have such a shared perspective and real love and intent to contribute to hospitality. But coming from such completely different backgrounds, from such distances away, it's, it's just fantastic. It's, it's a real privilege.
1: And uh, I can remember there was like a couple of things where we, we definitely had shared uh, understanding and, and, and shared values on and, and approaches. And, and one of them things was uh, that uh, people are the core ingredients to, to create profit. And we very agree that uh, you can't run a business without profit. So profit solves many problems, and you actually need to understand how you create profits in, in a restaurant business. So you actually need to th- think more than just on the surface. You actually have to dive down and understand really what the problem is to solve them. And I think that was one of the the first things we, we actually got around and, and talked a lot about. It's a funny thing, I think, profit in the context of hospitality, because it's
2: it's in so many ways quite a soft industry. It's so human and it's so um, related to interactions and, and emotions and relationships that profit seems to be quite a hard concept, So like a dirty word within the hospitality industry. But that's what the purpose of business is. And if businesses don't make profit, they don't serve great food and provide great experiences and don't employ large numbers of people and then they don't spend lots of money with suppliers. So I think that hospitality is very underrated and just how much it contributes to the economy not just from a tourism perspective and you know dining out perspective that sort of thing but it the money from hospitality tends to go back into the immediate surrounds so i think that it's it's a really really important contributor to the fabric of an economy into a country so Anything that we can do to to help support businesses be more profitable and stick around for longer, I think, is is well worthwhile.
1: Yeah, and I can only agree. And uh, there's probably a lot of people that thinks out there why why are these two guys now doing a, a podcast? And that's actually what we wanted to to cover here in, in the first bit. We we call it earning the earning the right. Why should you listen to us? So so why is it that uh, we want to do this, Ivan? We had a lot of conversation prior we started recording this. Yeah, we're perhaps not old enough or bitter,
2: bitter enough to, you know, having been in the industry long enough. Um, I think for me, it's something that's just as I've, I've been so fortunate throughout my career to have worked with absolutely world-class professionals and learnt huge amounts. My my career has been all about just being a sponge, just absorbing every little bit of information that I possibly could. And as the son of an inventor, it's been about asking why every. every Right from the very beginning of my career, I've been asking why. Why were things done this way? How could they be done better? It's just been a permanent and ongoing and probably very annoying sort of question of of management and owners and to some extent started, I guess, to understand. I've described it to people as um, almost like the matrix, you know, when you start to see the dots and that's sort of how hospitality's come for me and just this unending and just voracious appetite for knowledge. So taking it from decades of, you know, there's nothing I haven't done within hospitality from cooking to being burnt to, you know, picking up all of the nasty things that happen within, you know, restaurant bathrooms. Um, So all very, very um, hands-on, then also taking it into the academic realm and really looking at just how much knowledge there is out there, yet how little of that knowledge is really pervading into the industry at, at large. So just wanting to really be that, app and that connection between all of the sort of thought and the learning that's within the that's
1: external to the industry and, and seeing how we can operationalize it i had a had a similar journey i was born and raised into the industry um Worked uh, for for a number of businesses, uh, doing everything from uh, the dishwasher to cleaning the toilets to being part of management teams and and rolling out concepts both in Denmark and and the UK. And uh, on that way, I started. Uh, I also saw that there was always something new to learn. Being a student, I can remember uh, it was very important to me and and learning and and sucking in this. And I, I like many others, I wanted to leave the industry, but I never could because there was such a burning desire to to be part of it. And and one of the things that really ticked me at some point when I became a manager was that I suddenly understand or somebody that is actually just doing better than others and what was they were doing and that became my big passion to try to understand why are some more profitable more successful uh had more raving customers and employees than others and that's that's the journey i've been on uh, since then to to understand that and trying to connect the dots that i'm not going to continue that that's not a that's probably not an end point in that uh, it's just like a muscle you have to train all the time for this Because there's so much changing in industry, especially in a moment across the world where we see the similar challenges on all markets. I don't think ever I can recall there's been a similar situation where every market or if it's the US, Australia or the UK or Europe, we're all facing similar challenges that's where it actually became quite interesting for us to join here and try to talk about, you know, some relevant subjects. So uh, what we will do is that we're going to release uh, on different subjects, and I can already tell you the first one is going to be on delivery uh, and uh, third-party platforms, which is a big subject out there right now. And uh, and then uh, I think that's, that's what the kind of things you can expect here uh, from us as well. For the first time really I 100% agree with what you say that there's so much that's
2: in common now which really has never happened before and the industry is so diverse and so varied and I certainly started to notice here that there wasn't really a lot of thought or a lot of science or a lot of understanding behind a lot of the rules that were we were growing up with you know whether it be what your cost of goods and labor targets should be or you know how it is that service should be run Just all of these sorts of rules that of how we go about menu analysis that haven't really been updated for 40 or 50 years and treating every hospitality business as if they're exactly the same as if the one rule could apply to you know businesses that have got Really, nothing similar other than the fact that they sell a little bit of food. So, it's uh, and delivery, of course, is I think the number one topic. It's not really new anymore, is it? It's um, it's been around for a little while, so it's we're starting to see a real narrative and and feedback possibly coming back from the restaurants. Um, and still seeing a lot of a lot of delivery platforms and companies not being so very successful from a a profit perspective. So very, very interesting times.
1: I hope uh, we can say uh, you're in for a treat when uh, when we release the delivery thing just straight after this one. So what is that you can expect from from us when you're listening to this? I think it's something about is facts and uh, that uh, it's going to be connected to profitability because we know that is the key and we agree that's the key on, on everything. And we're going to try to on. Un- unveil some of these myths there's around things in the industry and how to approach things and try to take the god out of it. I don't know if that's the right way of saying it, Ivan. I oh,
2: know, I'd, I'd completely agree with that. I think that
1: hospitality
2: has been a, a seat-of-the-pants industry for a long time. It's been, it's been in the past a relatively simple industry. You know, you provide good quality food. Um, as, a, as a restaurant manager, anyone participating in the business, you can taste that. You know what that is. You provide good service everyone's happy and then they go home and you make money and that's just not the way the the industry can be run anymore it's just so much more nuanced than that and much more dynamic than that so it's really now I think to me in some ways we're we're actually learning how to run profitable restaurants whether they be QSR, fine dining, I'd include in that fast food as well within that you know cafes, bars, actually trying to understand how it is that we can run those profitably. I think that the situation that we're in now with an awful lot of businesses in the marketplace so real you know huge competition i think that this is more indicative of what it will be like going forward more i don't think it'll be like what it was in the past so we really are undergoing some lessons trying to teach and and have businesses understand from the inside out what is the best way for them to run
1: profitably on these podcasts, one of the things we talked about should be the pillars in is that we just only look at our own industry, the the food and drinks industry and the hospitality industry. We will go and look at and discuss examples from other industries because we ourselves have learned a lot at looking at other industries and companies. Uh, my best example myself is Southwest Airlines, which uh, creates an amazing uh, experience all the way through their, their value chain. Um, and also academia and i know that's a very big point for you ivan as well and i had my own ac- academia background actually how can you take models from academia and actually make them operationally in your business so you actually get some framework for making better decisions overall i think for
2: traditionally you have academics sort of sitting in one corner of a room and the actual operating business is the, at the other and never the twain shall they meet you know i think that my having come from the floor like yourself having come from the industry and worked in it tens of thousands of hours an absolute lifetime in the industry that to really then look at what does make sense what is powerful and relevant uh, within the research and how can we then apply that how how can we be the bridge and make it make sense within the industry that's something that I'm very very passionate about it's something that that I, I hope to go on to do to, to further and, and hopefully at one stage do a PhD within hospitality. And, and my, my goal, as you had mentioned, of, of acknowledge the fact that I'm a hospitality addict, it's not going to get out of my blood, there's nothing I can do about that. It's an addiction <laughs> that, that never ends. Um, and my, my life's work is to just add as much value to the industry as I possibly can. And, and to really gain world-class knowledge. So that's, um, that's something that I'm incredibly passionate about and very driven towards achieving.
1: Before, we uh, wanted to go dive down in, in, in different subjects and um, and also if there's somebody out there that wants to discuss a specific subject or wants to hear us talk about that. I think we, we are quite open to they can send suggestions, aren't we, uh, Ivan, as oh, well? Oh, absolutely. The,
0: yeah, Absolutely.
1: I think it's important as well because what we have talked a lot about is the, uh, there's always history. Uh, even though you say it was something that happened yesterday doesn't matter today, it always sets a precedence for how you do things in, in any, any industry and the restaurant and hospitality industry is quite interesting because what we often have discussed is hasn't changed much and involved much over the year. The core thing you do. Yeah, I agree. I
2: mean, it's an industry that, that dates back thousands of years. It's, um, in the more ca- interestingly, cafes were on the scene and, and quite advanced, really. They were more than a hundred years ahead of restaurants where they were pricing individual drinks, um, didn't serve food. Um, and mainly we sort of talk around France. It was the leading, the leading economy and the, the dynamism that of the French Revolution that actually gave birth to the restaurant industry. It's um, that was I think med- menus were first written back in 1770. The first restaurant was around 19 19- 1763 1765 around that sort of area, and it was incredibly incredibly dynamic time, you know, absolutely absolute societal change, which in a lot of ways isn't too different to what's happening now, with you know the digital economy and and absolute and complete change happening again. But yeah, I mean that certainly there's there's a, a a hot, there is hospitality, I think, which is the the right way to describe that. Hospitality hasn't changed in that that sense of hosting, and that sense of caring, and that sense of curating an experience. Um, it has devolved in a sense. I think for me, we have we have two parallel industries. We have a commercial hospitality industry, which is more of the the sort of McDonald's. Sort of franchise model that's hyper efficient. Efficiency is what they're, they're based on. It's not about delivering experiences. Um, and then we've got traditional hospitality, which is more of that experiential perspective. And I think that it's easy to get the two sort of confused, but there, there's elements that are very strongly um, in the themed. But commercial hospitality really started and then took place in the 1970s 70s with the McDonaldization of the industry. So it's, um, there's there's a lot to learn from the past always, and then just trying to take what makes sense so that we can apply it um, in the right way going forward.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, as you just mentioned, uh, I I totally agree. We are at a you, you call it tipping point on a on a cliff edge of a massive change hitting the industry, and uh, we see it all over the world, especially chains are are struggling um and uh and i think a lot of it comes from as well that um notorious sometimes we uh, we we put ourselves in a situation in the industry i made my mistakes myself i'm not pointing fingers where we uh we we did we didn't see the obvious coming in a way because we were so busy of putting out fires in a way, and uh, sometimes it feels a bit like we are. I, I look at it a bit like operating sometimes with an industrial mindset, and that doesn't work anymore because the world have changed so dramatically because of technology, the way of thinking, the way. Of you wanna be uh, you know employed. Um, there's some, some massive shifts that has to happen over the and there's all there is operators out there doing this and changing the way they operate and become much more of an ecosystem of different industries like sweet green does in the US who in invested massively in technology and new technology to try to get some you know uh, competitive advantage and stuff like that. Um so yeah, and then and, and the story about a business and the ethos of the and the experience become much much more important. So so I also believe we're going into an age where you are scaling uh, not units but experience and stories because that's what people want to buy into and uh, so so I think there's some very interesting times coming ahead from the whole experience side. I think the commercial side as you mentioned is probably where the, the toffle battle will be played the coming years where you are looking at this more uh, commercial model, franchise model or uh, where it's all about efficiencies because maybe they, all the efficiencies has now been driven in a way. Um, so, so yeah, it's very interesting. But I think there's still a, a market for both. I just think there's going to be a, a very big battle fight it out on both sides. But I think it, the experience side is where probably the biggest opportunities are as I see it. I mean, I think that efficiency changed
2: a little in the sense that it's become about efficiency for the consumer as much as about efficiency for the actual business itself. You know, it's not just about optimised supply chains and, and great processes and procedures. but And the ultimate representation of efficiency from a consumer perspective is delivery, of course, because receiving a meal via delivery is an awful lot more efficient than cooking it yourself or going to a supermarket or even going to a restaurant. You don't even have to go anywhere. It's coming right to you. So I think that... And what's interesting about that is that that makes sense in some cases but doesn't make sense in others. So that's where I find it the really interesting. And I think a lot of the complexity and the nuance in the industry is about what does make sense for your type of business and having all of those decisions lined up and pointing in the same direction and pushing in the same direction. Because if they're not, you know, having – there's some great research that, that's out there showing that, that delivery actually devalues a brand – so, if a customer is in a fancy restaurant and sees delivery going out the, out the front or out the back or sees delivery on an app, the perception of that brand actually devalues. they have actually now potentially enjoying that fine dining meal less because of delivery. So, really just understanding how to use these tools and this technology and this change to actually complement and emphasize the success of the business and it's almost equally as important what decisions not to make that <laughs> can have a negative effect on what you're doing.
1: I, I agree. So, just to sum up uh, from, 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 this uh, intro to the Rethink uh, Hospitality podcast uh, is that uh, in so we will give you a different view on uh, different things in the industry and we will try to look at it from not only, you know, from, from people from the outside, but also from an in 2 the eyes and our operator, but also from, from investors for for that kind of sake and customers and employees because there's so many stakeholders in this industry and we will try to make it deep down into you know the different subjects that we already already said and then we're trying to take the myth out of things and and all the the gut feeling and just trying to make it a bit more concrete in a way so i think that's what you can expect overall um and then uh then though you want to add anything to that i mean
2: yeah, I think it, it's about people, you know, operators themselves making the best possible decisions. So that I think what a listener can expect is that just really, real relevant information from operators that have been standing in exactly the same places, have had the same pressures, worked in the same paradigms, have felt terrible of, about things happening. You know, you always have get down times in the industry and you celebrate the successes that we've, we've been there. And I think we're both incredibly sensitive to the journey of the operator. And it's not necessarily about everyone changing what they're doing and doing exactly what we say, but just really listening and thinking and, and contrasting what they are doing and what they are have been told and have always done against what we're discussing and just making and you know, really pressure testing their behaviours to make sure it's the, the best decision. So for me,
1: that's, that's all that it's about, just helping people make better decisions that's why we actually started out as well. We wanted to help people make better decisions, and everybody, as you say, they need to take their individual decisions. So, so yeah. So, uh, uh, we don't know how many we're going to do with these. So these is gonna just to set expectation with the uh, people out there, we're gonna, we're gonna do as many as we can, as we fit into uh, our busy lives with families and business. Um, and uh we're going to release them uh, as we have done them so 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 just to set the the expectation again and then of course we want really as we said earlier to get any any feedback or subjects you want to talk about but uh, the first one that's coming up is a delivery so uh we hope you hope you enjoy
0: well there you have it guys very very exciting indeed We will be back shortly with the first episode of Rethink Hospitality where Ivan and Michael will discuss the evolution of the food delivery market.